It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, this is Michael A. Davis coming before you in the behalf of Harvest Time Christian Church under the leadership of Pastor Charles Tompkins. Well, we're thankful to be back once again on this wonderful Sunday morning that God has allowed us to get up once again. We just want to tell you all that's listening that we thank you so much for listening. We pray and hoping that you are sharing the word of God. On a special note, we just want to let everyone know that uh, if you want to send a gift, if you just want to send an encouraging word, you know, we're about souls here. Uh, you can send it to P.O. Box 3248, West Memphis, Arkansas, zip code 72301-3248. Well, we thank you once again. And now, you know, let's get ready for the word. Amen. Amen. So glad to see everybody today, man. Amen. You know, I, I've, uh, I don't want to be lying, but as far as my mind rec recollects, I've never seen Sister Lisa unhappy. Always cheerful. And I like that little, I like that. I've always liked it from the day I seen her in the choir. Uh, she's the loudest one in the choir. Somebody said, watch your mouth. <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. Because uh, that's what we need to all have. And I'm going to uh, elaborate even on that today, amen. Amen. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father, we do thank you, God, for another day. God, thank you for allowing all of us to be here. Thank you, God, for allowing us to find favor in thy sight, that we were, that you woke us up this morning, God, and you sent us on our way, God. Thank you for a mind, God, after you, Father God. Thank you for a heart after you, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for rebuking the devil for our sake, God, and filling our temples in this building with the Holy Spirit, that no evil can get in, God. We thank you, God, for your word, and as your word goes forth, let it go, God, and do what you would have it to do today, God. It will not come back void, but it will accomplish what you would have it to accomplish, God. It'll save the sinner, bring back the backslider, and encourage the saints today in the name of Jesus. It is our mission, God, to send lost souls unto you, God, to win those souls, rather, to you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. We say thank God, thank God. amen, and amen. And in the book of Luke, in the 19th chapter, in the 28th verse, when you get there, say amen. Luke chapter 19, starting at the 28th verse. 
Amen. Amen. I don't hear no more pages. So in the Bible speaks to us today in the book of Luke. In verse 28 in the 19th chapter, and the Bible says, And when he had thus spoken, he went before ascending up to Jerusalem. Amen. So in other words, after he got through doing what he was doing, he went ahead on up to Jerusalem. After he got through speaking these parables to these multitude of people. And it came to pass when he was come nigh to Bethpage and Bethany at the mount called the Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples. They didn't went. He sent them. Because if they went on their own, this would not have happened. And when he sent them, he was saying in verse 30, go ye into the village over against you, in which at your entering ye shall find a coat tied, whereon yet neither man sat. Nobody sat on this coat. Nobody. He's pure. Loose him and bring him hither. And if any man asks you, this is Jesus, why do you loose him? Thus shall ye say unto him, because the Lord had need of him. And they, so they weren't stealing. Amen, somebody. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. So they saw exactly what Jesus told them they would see. And as they were loosing the coat, the owner thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the coat? And they found out that the owner said exactly what he was going to say. And they said the Lord had need of him. And they said exactly what Jesus told them to say. Mm, I'm getting something already. And they brought him to Jesus and they cast their garments upon the coat and they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. And they understood that in a different concept. Uh, but this comes out of the book of Psalms. They're quoting Psalms here. Peace, and they're also quoting what came out of uh, Ephesians. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, teacher, rebuke these disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones will, would immediately cry out. Amen, somebody. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. And I took my thought from verse 40. Is your voice in the crowd? Or is, your, or is yours silent? Is your voice in the crowd or is your voice silent? They tried to silence the disciples. They told Jesus, you need to rebuke them and silence them. But because of all the wonderful things that Jesus had done, they spoke out in a praise. Amen, somebody. You, you know, too, too many times, and I said myself, but yet found myself doing what I said I would not do, 
is to encourage the people of God to give God some praise and give God the glory. When they should give God the glory and the praise on their own because of all the mighty works that God has done in their lives. Amen, somebody. But is your voice in the crowd or is your voice silent? Because we, we, just, we just don't want to praise our Lord and Savior. Some of us, are in, you know, if we admit to the truth, we're embarrassed to even to say Jesus in public. We, we, we're embarrassed to even uh, uh, speak about our Lord and Savior. Nonetheless, tell him glory to God, uh, give him the highest praise, hallelujah. We think all oh, that's supposed to be contained in this building right here. Or in your private time. But I give him praise wherever I am. Because he's worthy, amen? Because my voice is not silent when it comes to my Lord and Savior. Our voice ain't silent when we're talking about our favorite singer, our favorite actress, our favorite dancer. Our voice is not silent. We're talking about our favorite basketball player or football player. Our voice is not silent when we're talking about all these heathens. But why is our voice silent when we're not, when we don't, when it's time to speak about our Lord and Savior? But I want you to understand today the main point I want all of us to notice in verse 37 is because it lets you know that the whole multitude of the disciples, not one, not two, not three, but the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. Amen. We can't get all the saints of God in one building to give God praise at one time. Amen, somebody. Moving right along. And there... There were persons also who were praising God, but they were not praising God because they had someone conducting them or directing them, amen, somebody, to do so like we pastors do today, amen, somebody, or like the choir does. We have to tell you, come on, let's give God some praise in this house, amen. I'm already tired. We have to tell you, come on in here. Give God some praise in this house. But that wasn't their position. They didn't need nobody to prompt them. They didn't need nobody to pump them up. They didn't need nobody to tell them or direct them or instruct them because of all that they knew that was inside. See, you got to have it on the inside for it to come on the outside. You ain't got no praise in there. It ain't coming out no way. See, that wasn't their position. They didn't take that position. You see, they were praising God because of the things that they had, that he had done through them and through other folks. Amen, somebody. And also because of what they had witnessed, of what somebody else had gone through with the mighty miracle power of God's deliverance on their life. We won't even give God praise for the mighty work that he did on somebody else. We get in Oh, my God. The Lord blessed uh, uh, Sister Lisa with a new car. Well, glory. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No, oh, the Lord blessed Brother James. Oh, my God. Look at them blessing with some new gators. My God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to go in that direction. Look at him with them gators. Huh? <laughs> he think he got all that. Shh. No, he couldn't afford them. I don't know what he Wait till the bills come out. We don't want to. We want to belittle one another. Look at her. With that night, she got that outfit probably set her back three weeks of pay. <laughs> Let me talk about my own self. When I got out of the penitentiary, the Lord blessed me with a truck. I went on the lot 
because God spoke to me and said, go get your truck. I went on that lot. I said, that's my truck right there. And even the salesman had to remind me when I kind of went a little bit to the left. He said, that's your truck. I said, oh, man, you know you're right. It is my truck. Yeah, go on, get it together so I can drive my truck off this lot. I got my truck. I drove that truck off the lot. And the same week, I went and I was getting my wife a vehicle. And, 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 and I, we was getting one vehicle. And this big truck come into the car lot on Covenant Pike with all these new vehicles. And I said, what is that right there? He said, that's new. I said, I want that. You can put that other thing back. That thing was wrapped up, brand spanking new. A man told me ain't nobody ever drove one of them on the streets of Memphis yet. It's new to the, I said, let me get that right there then because I like to be unique. Amen, somebody. So he pulled that thing up off of that thing. They, un- they took him 45 minutes to get the cocoon and all that stuff off of it. I got a foundation for all this, I'm telling y'all. I ain't bragging, I'm telling you something. I got that car and I got that truck and she got that SUV and, and then I heard a word from the saints. The word from the saints said, yeah, I told y'all, he still got a lot of that drug money left over. Why God couldn't have blessed me with all that? Huh? Why come God couldn't bless me with that? Huh? They want to give the devil praise. God blessed me with that. Let me tell you something in this church, uh, saints of God. I didn't give them one dime for neither one of those vehicles. I took my pen and signed my name. That's all I did, and God blessed it. But we want to praise the devil. We don't want to praise God for the things he's done for us. Amen. We don't find something wrong with it. I don't know how many folk were talking crazy about my daughter acting. She probably was driving too fast. She wasn't paying attention. No. God blessed her. Why you want negative? Why negativity got to come in us? Where the praise at? You ain't got no praise in you. Ain't nothing coming out. It's all coming out of negativity coming out of you. Amen, somebody. I ain't jealous. Nobody never have been. You know why? Because I've always believed in my heart, whatever you got, if I want it, I can get it. If I work hard enough for it. And I ain't trying to be like the Joneses. I heard my brother say this morning that <laughs> it was a guy in this of him, all the things he got, but he done filed bankruptcy four times. That's how he kept it all. Hey, I ain't trying to be like the Joneses. Amen, somebody. My name Tompkins. I just thought I'd let y'all know that. But it's just something about the Lord performing a mighty miracle in your life. You see, no one would have to tell you how to, you should praise the Lord because if some one helped you do something in life or you was in trouble and somebody helped you when you was in your trouble you should have enough sense to say thank you come on somebody you ain't got enough sense to say that you fell down on the ground and you can't get up and somebody done reached down and helped you get up on your feet again and get stable and sit somewhere and wasn't nobody else around you tell me you can't say thank you your car stuck on the side of the road, you done ran out of gas because you wasn't watching the gas hand, and they done pulled over and say, what's the problem? You ain't got to walk to the gas station. They got a gas tank in the back of their car. You get in the car, they take you to the gas station, bring you back. You ain't going to say thank you? Yeah. There's a voice in the crowd. But is your voice in the crowd, or is your voice silent? Hmm? So here we have Jesus, who was able to do that which, is on, which only the power of heaven could bring about. And it took a miracle. And who could deliver a miracle but Jesus? And if he's done it in your life, and I'm here to tell you he has, whether you realize it or not, you shouldn't be able to help giving him some praise. You should, y'all know the scripture that said when you enter into his gates, 
Do I got a do I got a quota? You understand the scripture, don't you? Huh? See, it reminds me of uh, Sister Lisa. She's always got a woo. I like that. Some folks are annoyed by that. I know what I'm talking about. Because I know one time when I was on the second roll in the church that I used to go to, and I was just giving God praise, all that I done went through, God delivered me out of. I didn't have to go through all of the mess that they as man had set up for me to do. God dismissed all that stuff. I was giving God praise like I was losing my mind. And I had an evangelist tell me, shh, I almost cussed. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't always say. But I almost, what you, who are you telling me? Quiet? I started shouting even louder. You don't hear what I'm saying. That's how I know some folks are annoyed by your praise. I'm talking about myself. They was annoyed. I was glad to be in the house of the Lord, truly, and not in the house of the bars and jail. You don't hear what I'm saying. In fact, the one thing you'll notice in the life of Jesus as he followed him through the Bible, Jesus healed many people, and then when he healed them, he told them, shh, don't go tell nobody. Don't tell them. He told them, don't tell nobody. And even when he gave them instruction to not tell anybody, they still couldn't keep it. They couldn't keep it. You ain't going to be able to keep it. You're going to be like Jeremiah. I ain't saying nothing else about you, Jesus, about you, God, because every time I do, I get in trouble. And he tried to, mm-hmm. oh, holy, glory to God. He's a wonder. He said it was like fire shut up in my bones. Your praise should be the same way. It should be like fire. Shut up in your bones. Every time I hear the name of Jesus anywhere I'm at, it gets my attention. I can't help myself. So we, we, we shouldn't have to pump folks up to thank God. We shouldn't have to pump folks up to give God the praise and give God the glory. I'm happy when I, when I know I'm on my way here. Amen, somebody. Every time I pick up this Bible, I get excited. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. This excites me. I could stay here. Amen. But I got to go home. Shouldn't have to have folks pumping us up to give God the glory, give God the thanks for what he has done. Because when this thing is really just bubbling all on the inside of you, amen, somebody. It don't matter how folks are telling you to be quiet. You're going to say, hallelujah, glory. Amen, somebody. You're going to go, woo. Because that thing is bubbling up all on the inside of you. If you could just take a tip from blind Bartabate. He was blind as he could be. But he heard the voice. And he heard the noise from the crowd coming down the, the street of Jericho. And when he asked. Who is it? They said, it's Jesus. He got excited. He, I hear the he blind now. I hear the crowd. And I hear a familiar voice. He said, who is it? They said, the disciples told him, it's Jesus. He said, Jesus, who Jesus? Jesus, the son of David, have mercy. He crying out to Jesus. Amen, somebody. He got excited. He knew where his deliverance could come from. He knew about Jesus. He's crying out. He got excited about Jesus. Whew, the church could get excited about Jesus. One day, 
he got excited about, when he got excited about Jesus, they got upset. They tried to tell him, shh, be quiet, man. Be quiet. We, we, we ain't tell you that for you to get all loud, to be doing all that shouting. You just asked who it was. We, were, we gave you, told you who it was, but we didn't tell you so you could just be going off like that. Be quiet. Hold your peace, man. But he just got louder and louder. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And because he got loud and called out that name, it moved Jesus. Can you move him? Will your voice move him? It moved Jesus. And when it moved Jesus, Jesus said, hey, man, bring that man to me. Bring him to me. See, when God is doing something in your life and when you need him to do something, nobody can make you quiet. Nobody can tell you you can't shout. Nobody can keep that bubble on the inside inside of you. You're going to let it come out. Amen? Amen? Because you know where your, where your deliverance came from. And I'm fully persuaded if you have seen nothing and you haven't heard nothing, chances are you haven't got nothing. That's it. Because if he's done something in your life, you're going to wave your hand. You're going to shake your head. You're going to stomp your feet. You're going to move your feet. Whatever you're doing, James Brown, you're going to move your feet. You're going to do something to praise him for what he has done in your life. Amen. Jesus, I don't know what's wrong with folks that call themselves saints. I don't know why they can't get excited about Jesus. I get excited about Jesus. I, I tell everybody that I know about Jesus. Give them the opportunity. Amen, somebody. I remember I was talking to an evangelist one time. I was just so excited about all that I read, all that we had gotten in my spirit about Jesus. I'm talking to one of the evangelists, and she says to me, why are you always quoting scripture? What? I thought you'd be excited about what I'm saying. I'm talking about your Lord and Savior. But your voice is silent. But you know God always gives me a word of wisdom that the adversary cannot gain say no resist. And I told that evangelist, I said, well, I guess I'm always quoting scripture because that's what I put in me. And if all you put in you is as the world turns, all my children, one life to live, that's what come out of you. But I put Jesus on the inside of me, so that's what comes out of me. Amen, somebody. Because I believe if the woman with the issue of blood was here right now and you would ask her, why are you making all that noise, woman? I believe she would say, don't you know from the time that I reached adulthood and when blood was flowing from my body and would not stop for 12 long years, I was deprived of being a mother. I was deprived of being, a, being married. I was deprived of having children until one day I got in the crowd and touched the H-E-M of the H-I-M. And all at once, the blood stopped. It stopped. Are you a voice in the crowd? Will you speak about your Lord and Savior? Will you tell everybody what he done to you? Can you, you tell them why you're glowing? Huh? And before this woman could stop, talk, could stop talking about what God had done for her, amen, 
Before she could get finished with her testimony and with her praise, the leopard came forward and he ran up there and said, I had no hope and was doomed, but Jesus touched me. And before he could tell it all, Bartimaeus ran up and said, let me tell you what happened to me. I was blind and could not see, but I cried out to him and he told them, bring me to him. Amen. And I've got, I've been seeing ever since he touched me. Amen, somebody. Who got a testimony they want to tell about the Lord? Uh, is your voice silent? They didn't have a problem. They was a voice in the crowd that spoke up and spoke out about their Jesus. Amen? Why are we so silent? The heathen ain't got no, ain't no problem. They speak out every day. They sing their songs calling women hoes and bees and everything. They want to call them under the sun, talking about bang, bang, shoot them up and all that. They ain't got no problem with their voice, but we're going to be quiet. I learned a long time ago, they would be driving in the summertime with their windows down, that the bass be so loud, the, 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 the car sound like it was raggedy. It would just shake, boom, 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 boom. And we pull up, our little music just. Jesus, I love. Jesus, I never forget. Jesus, I never forget. We right next to them, boom, boom. Jesus. We can't hear nothing. We're ashamed of our music. We ought to be ashamed of some of that music anyway. Amen, somebody. I'm just saying. All that music ain't about Jesus. It ain't about God. But there's some music out there that's giving him praise and giving him glory. That's what you ought to be pumping up. You ought to pull up next to them and let your, let your, let your stuff go boom, boom. You ought to pump it up too. Amen, somebody. believe if the Roman soldier and you know the Roman soldier he spoke a silent voice but he spoke to Jesus the satyrian he couldn't be as loud as they were because he was a Roman soldier he couldn't be that loud to let him know that he believed in the man of God but he let him know with his voice I know who you are you a man of authority just like me if I tell them to do this and I tell them to do that, they're going to do it. He said, you, I don't even want you coming up under my roof because I don't feel worthy. But I do know one thing. If you just speak a word, if you just speak a word out of your voice, my servant will be healed. My servant will be healed. You don't have to come in my house. Just speak a word. And my servant will be whole again. And I understood when Jesus, he did ride into Jerusalem on the back of a jackass, many people were there praising God for the things they had seen. You want to praise him for the things he done for you. You can't give nobody else praise for what God has done for them. I'm excited when I see the Lord blessing his people. Why? Because it gives me even more faith in God's word. That's why I'm praising him. It gives me more faith in his word. I'm glad to see the saints of God be blessed with material things. Amen, somebody. We ain't serving him for material things, but he did say if we served him right, if we would seek first the kingdom of God, if we would seek it first in his righteousness, that he'll add all those things unto us. Cars, houses, wives, husbands. 
if we're seeking first. But some of us get no things because that's what we're seeking. That's why we don't have no praise. Because you did it, God didn't do it. You don't hear what I'm saying. You don't hear what I'm saying. When God does it, you're going to praise him. I just wonder if anybody in here, has God done anything in your life worthy of praising him? Anybody in here that has, hey, have you been healed by God? Has he healed your body? Even when the doctor told you he didn't know what, the, what was going on in your body? Even when the doctor told you, ain't nothing else I can do for you? Has he healed your body from things that the, that the doctor say can't be healed? I raised my hand. I'm a witness. The doctor told me in my accident I would never walk again. Not only do I walk, I can run. I give God the glory. I give God the praise. I tell God, thank you. You think I ain't thanking God when I used to run all the time and you telling me I ain't going to walk no more? No, I gave God praise. I told the Lord, thank you. And I didn't say it with a silent voice. I said it with a loud voice. And here's the kicker. I wasn't even saved. But I know where it came from. I wasn't, lost, I wasn't that lost. I know where it came from. Amen, somebody. I knew to tell the Lord, hallelujah. Well, I didn't say hallelujah. I just said, Lord, I thank you. Well, I'm here to tell you that if I ain't mentioned nothing about why you should give him praise, amen? If that's not your, that's not your case number, that's not your position, maybe you have a money problem or maybe you had money problems. And he didn't do you like he did Peter. Now, he didn't tell you to go down to the river and get a fish and get that corn out of his mouth. He didn't do you like Peter. Amen? But one day you might have went to the mailbox, and there was a check in the mailbox. Or maybe one day you was just somewhere out, and somebody blessed you. Or maybe your job decided, I'm going to give you a raise. Huh? When your money was getting low. God see you where you at. You don't have to panic. God meets your needs. When you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, don't be deceived. God see you, and God will bless you accordingly. Amen, somebody. And when he blesses you, you ought to have enough sense to say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give you the glory. Amen. You might not have did you like Peter, but somebody might have visited you. Amen. You might have had a bill. He might have visited that computer that had your bill in it and counseled out your bill. Amen, somebody. I've seen him do it. I know it's real. Had, a, had one of the elders in the church I used to go to had a $1,000 electric bill. Went to the electric company to pay his bill, and they said, we can't find your name. What you want, new service or something? Don't tell me God can't get in a computer. He gave the, mind to, he gave the man the mind to make the computer. He got in that computer, and the man was saying, they looked, and they looked. He almost blew his blessing, but they looked and looked, and they said, would you come here for new service? Because you ain't in here. Don't tell me what God can't. See, you limit God. That's what happens to us. We limit God. He ain't going to be able to do this. Well, he did that two days ago. What makes you think he can't do this? And then you still walk around talking about I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. And then you're talking about I can't do it. Where did I can't come from? Huh? 
You need to give him praise. When the praises go up, you know what come down. Amen? God is able. He's able to bless you with a financial miracle. Man, somebody ought to say hallelujah. You might not have never had a, a miracle that you consider a miracle. You might not have never been sick. You might not have never had him to need him for him to heal you. You might not have had a financial problem and don't need a financial miracle. And I haven't been, you ain't never probably ain't been on no kind of uh, substances, uh, you know, been an alcoholic or a drug addict. So you're saying, I don't need a miracle. I'm good. I, I don't need to be delivered from drinking. I don't need to be delivered from smoking weed. I don't need to be delivered from smoking cigarettes. I'm already delivered. Well, has he delivered you from sin? You don't think that's a miracle? Has God delivered you from sin? You ought to tell God, thank you. Because it took a miracle to set the stars in his places. But when he saved my soul, when he cleansed me and made me whole, that was a miracle of a love and grace. Amen? And if you know him, I didn't say no of him, but if you know him as your savior, you know the greatest miracle of all is that he saved your soul. So you ought to tell God hallelujah. You ought to tell God thank you. If he ain't, he, that's the greatest miracle of all. If he ain't never gave you a new car, a new house, uh, a fat bank account, he saved your soul. That's enough for your voice to give him praise and to give him glory. You know to know that, that God has saved your soul, you, don't, you can't even fathom the praise and the glory that should be coming out of your mouth to know that your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. That's enough to praise him every day of my life. If he don't never do nothing else for me, my name is in the book. That my voice is going to speak forth because my name is in the book. Glory to God. That's enough all by myself just to give him praise and give him glory. He'll never give me a new pair of pants or shoes. I'm going to tell him, thank you, that my name is in the book. You don't hear me? That's the greatest miracle of all time. Well, you might be saying, well, I hear you, Brother Luke. I wasn't in the number when Jesus came on the, the back of the jackass and they were praising him for the mighty works he had done because that was about 2,000 plus years ago. It wasn't 2,000 years ago, folks. I don't know why folks keep saying that. It's 2,000 plus years ago because if tomorrow comes, won't that make it 2,001? The next day make it 2,002? So that was a long time ago, 2,000 plus years ago, before I was even born and you were born. But I want to tell you about the number I will be in. I wasn't in that number. But I can tell you about the number I'm going to be in. I just told you, God, I thank you that my name is in the book. I'm in, I can tell you about that number. In the book of Revelation, in chapter 7, John says, I saw a mighty angel standing on four corners of the earth. And when people heard that, they thought that the earth was flat because it said four corners. But that simply meant they were standing from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west. And they had been given power to hurt the earth 
and the sea. Amen, somebody. Let me read. I want us to understand. A lot of folks don't, don't deal with revelation. I don't know what a fear is. It's all God's word. Amen. The Bible says in chapter 7, it says, And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice. Even the angels cry out with a loud voice when it comes to God. To the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Y'all don't touch nothing till we have gathered up the remnant. I ain't talking about those folks 2,000 plus years ago. I ain't talking about that number. Amen, somebody. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me. Don't hurt nothing till we ain't got all our saved folk together. Y'all ought to be praising God right there. It started in verse 4, and it goes all the way down to verse 8, sealing the 12 tribes of Israel. Every tribe was sealed, 12,000 in every tribe. But when he got through sealing the 144,000, some folk got the wrong understanding about the 144,000. Let me tell you something here today. If only 144,000 are going to be saved, what are we doing up in here? I'm just saying. That's a lie from the pits of hell. But after the 144,000, I'm going to tell you what happened. Are y'all hearing me today? After he gathered up the 144,000 of 2,000 plus years ago, then God said, okay, there goes Sister Tanti, there goes Sister Chelsea, Sister Lisa, there goes Sister, Sister James, there goes Sister Elaine, there goes Brother James, there goes the brother preacher there and Sister Davis and there go her children. There go Brother Tompkin. He, after he did it, he looked and he saw me. And he saw you. Amen, somebody. And, that, and those who be walking with me and those who are coming along with all those other sanctified preachers. Not those other guys, but those sanctified preachers. He looked past the 144,000. He saw all of y'all. He saw all the other folks following all of the godly preachers. Amen, somebody. And he said, I saw, as he said in verse 9, after this, I behold, lo, a great multitude. Because when he looked past the 144,000, he saw a great multitude of people. Amen, somebody. He beheld a great multitude, which no man, the Bible said, could number of all nations and kindred and all people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. We standing there with our robes on. We standing there with the palms in our hands. We are a great multitude who came behalf after the 2,000 plus. Amen, somebody. Because of why? Our name is in the book. Amen, somebody. We ought to give him praise. We ought to tell him glory. Thank you, Lord, that you wasn't just looking at 144,000, but a great multitude came behind them. Woo! Holding the palms in our hands, 
with our white robes on. Do you know why you had a palm in your hand? Amen, somebody. Don't you know the palm is shaped like a V? And it's shaped like a V because we done got the victory. You're standing there in your white robe. You done got the victory. Amen, somebody. You done got the victory. And Satan, you try to defeat us, but I got the victory. Satan, you try to whip us. You try to beat us down. You try to beat us out, but we got the victory. See, see, y'all, a lot of y'all, 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 y'all scared to talk to the devil. Y'all boys get quiet when it comes to the, I tell the devil in a minute, I ain't asking you, I'm telling you in the name of Jesus. See, I ain't asking you to do nothing. I'm telling you right now, be ye gone. And I tell him in a minute, I know you're mad, devil, because you missed this soul. I know you're mad. I know you, man. You missed this soul. You thought you had me. Should have took care of me when you had me, but you missed me. You know how you tell people, miss me. <laughs> Y'all throw your little hand up, miss me. Well, miss me, devil. You thought you had me, but I got the victory. I was in that number 2,000 plus years ago, but this number, I wasn't in that number, but I'm in this number in chapter 7 in Revelation. That's your number. That's my number. That great multitude that can't be counted. Amen, somebody. That's your number. And my number. We'll be there. I'll be there. You'll be there when they place the crown on his head. Amen, somebody. They're going to place the crown on his head, and he's going to be considered Lord of Lords and King of Kings. We will be there. I know I will. What about you? Will you be there in that number, praising and glorifying his name for all that he has done for you? If you can't give him praise down here, what you going to do up there? If you don't have a voice of praise here, what you going to do up there? Because my Bible tell me they sitting around the altar right now giving him praise 24-7. Amen. Or should I say eternity because there's no time in heaven. You ain't got no praise for him down here. You, this this called this call practice. Huh? This called practice down here. This called get it together down here. Amen? You know how everybody out here that has a job, train for the job, and when it's time to do what you got to do, you able if you ain't praising down here, how you going to be able up there? I'm just saying. Amen? That's why it's not hard for me to praise him. It's not hard for me to praise him. It's not hard for me to give him the glory. That's why it's not hard for me to be in the midst of the crowd and not be silenced. Amen? Because of all my God has done for me. I know what he done for me. And I even give him praise for what he do for other folks. Amen, somebody? I'm glad to see you. God deliver somebody. I'm glad to see God bless somebody. I'm glad to see God heal somebody. I just tell him, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But we look at it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think about it. Yeah. Did you see what happened last night? 
on the TV. Yeah, that was on 55th Street where that gal was over. Where the praise and the glory at? Where the praise at, saints? Where's your voice about your Lord and Savior? We can talk about everything else but our Lord and Savior. I have yet to understand that folk that claim they got Jesus and walk around looking like a rock rock. Don't never look like they got no peace. Don't never look like they got no joy. They don't even exemplify any joy in their life. Look like they mad at the world and a bite you if you say anything to them. Won't open their mouth for nothing. They won't tell nobody about Jesus. They, won't t they can tell them about what happened on all my children, but they won't tell nobody about Jesus. Amen? Because most folks are embarrassed. They claim they saints to even mention the name. You know what they'll say? You know God, you know, God, he, uh, you know, the Lord, God. He, don't say, but what's the problem? It's somewhere the devil got your tongue to keep you from saying Jesus. I thought the, I thought the Bible said every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess. Huh? I, I, I thought the Bible said in the name of Jesus, uh, uh, the, the dead going, uh, what them folk call demons shall tremble. Uh, in the name of Jesus, it said. It didn't say in the name of God. It didn't say in the name of the Lord. It said in the name of Jesus. Well, you know the Lord, he's, he's just doing mighty things, the Lord. No, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen? God said so. God didn't say in God, my name, but even though Jesus is God, but he said you got to use the name of Jesus. You can't even get in without the name of Jesus. It takes Jesus. We didn't ask Jesus to come on down. He going to come anyhow. We don't need him to come right now. But it's in his name. We pray in his name. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be delivered, be set free in the name of Jesus. Glorify his name, Jesus. That's the name. And in my conclusion, that's why it's not hard for me to praise him. Because all that he's done for me and all that he's done for mine. You think I wouldn't praise and give him the glory? I found out late after the, after the fact, not only did my daughter's car flip off the highway through a fence in somebody's yard, she failed to tell us later, long afterwards, the car caught on fire. Didn't know that. I begin to praise him all in, all in my soul one more again. One more again. Go, oh God, that's just more of the wonder that he did. And the fact that she walked away from it. Y'all need to see the car. Y'all can't, can't get it in your mind. You need to see the car. It, it's not much of a car, but you need to see that rubble that, she, that flipped over. Folks said they lost count. The man told me on the phone I lost count how many times the, the car flipped. But it caught on fire. I didn't know that part. You think I won't praise him? You think my voice ain't going to be in the crowd? You think I'm not going to give him glory? 
You think I'm not going to tell him hallelujah? Thank you, God, for all you've done and yet doing. I got to give him the praise. I got to give him the glory. What about you? I'm done. I'm done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.